Trapcast Express. Tradcast Express, it's Friday, November 2nd, 2018. It's that time of the year again when preparations are underway for that Vatican nativity scene. Remember last year's and all the hullabaloo about it? It was ugly, repulsive, and scandalous, as it clearly had homoerotic overtones. People who want to review what that was all about can do so by pulling up our blog post of December 18th, 2017, entitled The Frankie Horror Picture Show, a look at the Vatican's harrowing nativity scene at novusordowatch.org slash wire. This year, things will be a bit different. As the so-called Catholic News Service reports today, the Vatican is going to unveil a sand nativity scene at the tree lighting ceremony in St. Peter's Square on December 7th. That's right, the nativity scene will consist of a 52 feet wide sculpture made entirely of sand, that is, compressed sand mixed with water. It is said to be able to withstand light rain. Well, there's really nothing to be said against that, assuming, of course, that this time the different figures will be decent, reverent, and edifying, but that will remain to be seen. It's only fitting that the Vatican should now be turning to sculptures made of sand, considering that that's what their entire modernist religion is built on. In other news, it's All Souls Day today, and Francis is trying to score some points with pro-lifers. As Crux reports, he visited the Roman Laurentino Cemetery today and stopped at its Garden of Angels, where the remains of unborn children who have died are buried. The report says, quote, Before celebrating Friday's Mass, Francis stopped to pray at the children's section of the cemetery, offering a brief prayer for the repose of their souls, unquote. Now, a lot of people are going to take this as some great testimony to Francis' supposed anti-abortion stance, while back at the Vatican, he confers awards on abortion activists such as Lillian Pluman and tells people that Emma Bonino is a great Italian when she is personally responsible in a major way for the legalization of abortion in Italy and who has personally performed as many as 10,000 abortions on women beginning in 1975. But back to Francis' PR stunt at the cemetery. By praying for children who died in the womb, for whatever reason, he is actually undermining Catholic teaching. Prayers for the dead can only benefit those who are in purgatory, not those in heaven and not those in hell. But those who die without baptism below the age of reason, in other words, those who die in original sin only, cannot possibly go to purgatory because purgatory is only the temporary preparation for the final destination of heaven, and such souls cannot go to heaven. They do not go to eternal punishment in hell either, of course, because that would be manifestly unjust since they are not guilty of any personal sin. But they also cannot go to heaven because they do not have sanctifying grace in their souls because they died in the state of original sin. They must, therefore, go to a place that is neither heaven, nor hell, nor purgatory. And that place is what we typically call the limbo of infants, which is a place of natural happiness. To deny this is to deny Catholic dogma on original sin, sanctifying grace, and salvation. 
Now, it's very important to understand this. This is not simply some peripheral issue. It, this is an issue that touches on the very foundation of the human condition and the need for salvation. God does not owe heaven to anyone. The beatific vision is not something that is due our nature. It is only due us if we are in the state of sanctifying grace, which is a gift that God freely bestows on souls. And God has, of his own free will and out of his own mercy and goodness, chosen to offer sanctifying grace to souls through baptism. The sanctifying grace obtained through baptism can be supplied through the baptism of blood or of desire, but this cannot be obtained by little children who are not yet able to make an act of love, for which reason the Church urges parents to baptize their children as soon as possible after birth. Pope Pius XII clearly taught this in his address to midwives on October 29, 1951. Quote, if what we have said up to now concerns the protection and care of natural life, much more so must it concern the supernatural life, which the newly born receives with baptism. In the present economy, there is no other way to communicate that life to the child who has not attained the use of reason. Above all, the state of grace is absolutely necessary at the moment of death. Without it, salvation and supernatural happiness the beatific vision of God, are impossible. An act of love is sufficient for the adult to obtain sanctifying grace and to supply the lack of baptism. To the still unborn or newly born, this way is not open. And so it is easy to understand the great importance of providing for the baptism of the child deprived of complete reason who finds himself in grave danger or at death's threshold." Unquote. This is the Catholic position, and it makes perfect sense. Now, I know that for a lot of people, this is a very emotional topic, especially for those who may have lost a child or several due to miscarriage, for example, but we cannot allow this to obscure the truth revealed by God. Some people think, oh no, God would never do that. He would never exclude a child from heaven. It's not the baby's fault that he died before baptism, and God said, let the little children come to me. Well, to answer this objection, we have to first understand that no one, no one, will outdo God in goodness or mercy. And so we have to accept that what God has revealed is good and true and merciful. And what he has revealed is that without the state of sanctifying grace, salvation is impossible. To attain the beatific vision, everyone without exception must die with the virtues of faith, hope, and charity in his soul. Faith, hope, and charity are a gift from God that we do not possess by nature. St. Paul says in Ephesians 2.3 that we were by nature children of wrath. Original sin has consequences, and the sin as well as its consequences can only be blotted out through sanctifying grace, and for the child who dies below the age of reason, that can only happen through baptism. That is the only way for the soul to be cleansed, and God is not unjust by refusing to admit to the beatific vision a soul that is not pure and undefiled. On the contrary, it is because God is all-holy and all-just and all-pure that he must exclude such a soul from his vision. Now again, there is no injustice involved here because God does not owe 
the beatific vision to the child. The child who dies in original sin only is not being denied anything that he in justice deserves to have. To deny this would mean that what God has revealed to us about what salvation is and how it works is false. So when Francis prays for the repose of the souls of children who have died in their mother's wombs, when he's obviously trying to look conservative and Catholic, even then he's still harming souls by contradicting the true faith. Denial of original sin or its consequences is one of the favorite heresies of the modernists, and that's why you always see them acting like virtually everyone is going to heaven. They deny the truth about the human condition. That's why back in April of this year, Francis told that sweet little Italian boy who asked him about the eternal destiny of his atheist father that despite his atheism, his father is in heaven because he was good. There is no supernatural goodness apart from sanctifying grace. Francis is a modernist and an extremely dangerous one at that because he smiles at you, hugs you, and distracts you with a show of compassion while he injects this infernal poison into your soul, saying that little children who die in original sin only can nevertheless attain the beatific vision may not seem like a big deal at first. In fact, it may even seem compassionate and merciful, but it is in fact the first step to dismantling completely the foundations of all Catholic teaching on salvation. No wonder Francis is happy to promote it. Tradcast Express is a production of Novus Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novusordowatch.org. Donate.